0: Welcome to Man in the Arena, your go-to podcast for all things related to health and weight loss for men over 40. Here we discuss strategies that will get you off the sidelines and into the game so you can achieve your optimal health. It's time to lead a legacy of longevity. My guest today is a person who I've had the privilege of knowing for over 15 years and most recently in the past year as a client. His name is Paul Korber, who hails from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and he's a longtime IT executive. I'm not going to dive into a big fancy intro here about Paul because I want you to hear from him what he's all about, where he started, the work he's done, and where he is now. But I do want to give Paul a warm welcome. Paul, it's an honor to have you join me in the arena. Thank you so much for being here and and welcome.
1: Greg, thanks a lot. really happy to be here. Let's just jump in. So tell the
0: listeners a little bit about yourself, just a bit of a backstory before you started coaching and going through the transformation that you've gone through.
1: Yeah, it's been an interesting ride for me over the last few years, Craig. Like you said, long long time career in IT and probably like a lot of people out there hit a bump in the road in in 2022, ended up needing to push away from work and I ended up taking a a mental health break. I was diagnosed with depression and really needed to go and deal with that. So, as part of that, engaged with psychotherapy and did the needful things I I needed to do to get my life back, really progressed through that in 2022. And yeah, it was a challenging situation. I don't want to go into the, all the details of, of that part of things, but I think that the probably relevant for this conversation is I saw help. I was able to have the presence of mind to to say I needed help. I needed to get time away. And I think that's a really important aspect. Our lives, as we're going through peaks and valleys, just being able to recognize when you're in a valley, when you need help. So absolutely. I was able to seek help. Fortunately, I had the, the structure around me within my company and my, and the people around me to, to be able to get that support. The support is available out there. Sometimes it's not always apparent, but yeah, I, that was the year of 2022 and yeah, not something I'd like to wish on anybody, but certainly something that I think I'm now stronger because I've done the work and understand what I've been through. And I've looked at not only this specific incident, but backwards in my life around other scenarios that maybe were warning signs.
0: Absolutely. And I I love that you brought up just to, to mention that to celebrate getting help, right? Like we should be celebrating that. Obviously it was a dark time for you, but To celebrate that, encourage other men, other guys that, hey, you know, seek help, get, find support wherever you can find it. Because I think a lot of us tend to isolate in those moments and think that we should just push through and be stronger and all the traditional stereotypes that we've been taught, right? Yeah, absolutely,
1: Craig. I think we're told to suck it up, right? We're told to just get on with it, bury your feelings. And in my scenario, I would sit in the morning and cry at my desk before work. That's just Mm -hmm. not... Right, yeah. And yeah. I think that it's, I, I, I like to think, at least in Canada anyways, that the stigma around mental health is starting to abate. Mm-hmm. We need to do more work on that for sure. But it is something that there's not one person I've talked to that's not been supportive. that's mm-hmm. not offered a hand through the process. Obviously, we need, I needed professional mm-hmm. help. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the other thing that I reflected on in, in some journaling work that I've done and ultimately ended up in a in an ebook that I've written but is recognizing that when you have mental health issues we put a and I'm cuz I'm the one talking here but it's, we put a face on most of the people around you don't know that you're going through something yeah and that's a really important thing I've done mental health training as a leader trying to figure to support the, the staff that I'd had and it bothered me that they weren't able to tell me how do I tell and the reality is, having gone through it myself, is you can't tell, unless somebody's willing to disclose it to your most often, more, more often than not. like my, my work performance was fine. There was nothing that anybody could say, Paul's not getting his work done. But I was a mess.
0: And even personally, we sometimes discount what we are feeling and, and we're not even aware that we might be having a mental health challenge of our own until it gets really bad and really dire and you have even more severe symptoms, right? But we think, uh, so being on the lookout for those, being aware, if something is, feels off, just doesn't feel right, you don't feel yourself, then, hey, maybe that's the starting point. And instead of trying to power through and waiting for things to get worse, maybe I need to look at this earlier
1: before before it does get too difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And that's absolutely correct. I think that being introspective and understanding ourselves is really important in that. And when enough is enough, are you at stages of? frustration are you in a rut are you burnt out there's all kinds of stages that get you before you get to that true dark place but and everybody the other thing is everybody is uniquely different my my situation your situation anybody that's listening they're all different that's another part but the recognizing it and being self-reflective is really important to say i need i need help right 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 okay that's
0: through 2022 you get to the end of the year and we reconnect. Tell us a little bit about where your physical health was at the end of that.
1: Yeah, as part of the journey, one of the things that happens in depression is that I completely shut down. I stopped working out, I, with COVID, I put on some weight. I wasn't, I'm an avid runner and I wasn't even interested in getting off the couch.
0: Had injuries too, right? Like you had some
1: lingering injuries. Yep. I had some injuries I had uh, developed in 2019 when I was running and then COVID got in the way of kind of managing all of that stuff. And what's interesting, and I'm going to use this as a bit of a parallel because you talked about it in our coaching was... My psychotherapist, my therapist said to me, Paul, just put your running shoes and go for a walk. Just put your shoes on and go for a short walk. That's how she encouraged me to get back out on the road. And it really took until we, we were fortunate enough to go to Italy in September of 22. It was my wife's retirement goal to go spend the month with family in Tuscany. And I just decided to throw the shoes in the bag. I had no idea that this was what was going to happen with it. And one day I'm just, we were in the villa and I just said, hey, let's just go out on the road and see what happens. And there was a funny story. Google said it was a flat route and it turned out to be a, <laughs> a, a very aggressive hill. But I came back completely rejuvenated and it was like, wow, that was cool. And... I started, I think I, over the month, maybe ran four or four or five times, just short distances and got into exploring the the countryside and, and the villages around, which, which is a fun part of, of running. And I, that's when I think I reached out to you mm-hmm. in the latter part of September. And I said, Hey, Craig, and I, and my mindset was to the point where I wanted to get running again. And you talked about the injuries. I knew that when I did it myself, I was not running properly. I was not training properly and I needed some support. So that's why I reconnected thinking around the, the, the training side, not yeah. really the weight loss side per se. And that's really why I reached out again. And you gave me a gift that I didn't even realize was coming when you said, hey, I've evolved my business to something more, more holistic. And I've got you, you mentioned that you had the comeback come out and I said, okay, whatever that is, I don't know. I didn't think I had a, a an eating problem. I just needed a few to lose a few pounds because I had a great vacation and some, some COVID pounds had no idea. Yeah. So that's, that's how I gravitated to, to reach out again and explore. I, I said a, a better training method. So that I could actually enjoy my running long term, making sure I was avoiding injuries and those kinds of things. And
0: then you, and then you signed up for the comeback, not really knowing what was in store. And so as you get into this coaching, what what did you start to learn? What did you start to unpack a little bit? Because it wasn't just about the workouts and the and the nutrition. There was more to it. What what did you start to take away from the coaching?
1: Yeah, it was funny because I think the very first session, as a good coach does, you ask the question of us, how much, where, what's your effort? What are you going to put into this? On a scale of one, a one to 10, and I went back and I looked at my notes and normally I'm an all in kind of person. If I'm going to invest in it, I'm going to, I'm just going to put it all in. But I actually wrote down that I was going to be an eight. I was not sure what I was getting into, but at the same time, by the end of the first session, a I said, okay. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do. I'm going to go all in. So that very next day, I implemented intermittent fasting. You had introduced, I think, the protocol on the very first day. Uh, that was that's the foundational element, I think, of the whole thing. And uh, for me, anyways. So I just said, okay. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I don't think we. I actually, I, th- I know we didn't start the training side until later in in October. Yeah, and that was so- intentional because. There's a,
0: a, and this is important for guys to hear. They think, oh, I'm starting this new program or this new coaching or whatever it is. And let's just do it all. Let's do the workouts. Let's do the eating. Let's do all the coaching. And it's been my experience having done this for almost 18 years. There's only so much that we can train our brain to do at one moment, right? And, And we can often inundate the brain with new ideas, new habits, and then it's just too much for us to keep up. So really focus one thing at a time. And, and that was speaking to your running too. Like you just started with some walking, start to see what happens. there were real, no expectation. It just evolved. And I think that's the healthiest way to approach uh, a sustainable long-term exercise habit or eating habit, whatever it is, is we don't try yeah. to do everything all at once. We try to do something, learn and, and build on it
1: from there. So that was your experience, correct? Like you Yeah, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing I think that's important in the process is, I guess I recognized from lessons in the past that I needed some support and accountability around me. And you had a bigger plan for me than I realized at the time. I was looking at, hey, this thing called I want to run, but I'm thankful you had a bigger plan because it's been very transformative for me as well. But I looked at, maybe I'll sidebar a little bit in terms of you and I, you and I know, have known each other, like you said, we've known each other for 15 years. So there was a trust factor already there. I think it's important that when you're looking for a coach that you get somebody that you you can resonate with. And I had the advantage of having a coach in a way from, through my depression, through my, with my psychotherapist. And so that was really important that and there's a second, there's a third part to this as we'll get into the conversation, but having somebody to support you through your journey is really critical, right? Yeah. And wherever you are, right? I'm uh, you know, I, I referring to another dimension, my business side of things. I've also leveraged the experience of having a psychotherapist, having you as my health coach, recognizing that how important and how successful that has been. So now I also have an executive business coach, right? These are important factors in how we we are able to excel, to succeed. And it all, in a lot of ways, deals with the fact that us as guys are, we're taught to do it on our own. And that's, I think that's the the biggest thing if I look at any of this kids, having a good coach with accountability, some accountability built in. Your, your community that you're building has been in extremely beneficial. Even just having those kinds of touch points and people that are going through the same things or similar things that can support each other and can encourage each other.
0: Those are re- really good points. Fit is important, whether it's a therapist, a coach, you got to have a good fit. I remember I got therapy and the first time I didn't have a great fit with the person. And that was something I realized very early on and ended up finding someone else. So it's nothing wrong if you don't have a good fit with that person. It's just there's different dynamics, personality, shared experiences, whatever it might be. So absolutely, fit is important. And then once you find that fit, whether it's one person and a coach or a therapist or a community, you know, because the community fit is important as well. Shared values, shared experiences, shared goals, shared challenges. And I think that's what is really important about the arena is we're all men. We're all there sharing unique challenges that we face and we can support each other through that. So you go through the comeback, you learn different things about yourself, different elements. What are some of the things that you achieved through, not only through the comeback, because that was only eight weeks, but then even after going into the spring and running again and, and really doing all that. So talk to the people about
1: what you ended up achieving overall. I I've got a bit of a hit list of things that I've been able to check yeah. off. And I think if you, if we look back at the comeback as a health and weight loss kind of objective, I originally, so I think I started the program at 184 pounds. I just really wanted to get to 170 because that's kind of where I had for most of my adult life have been. I blew that away. I am currently, my normal weight now is about 157. I had no idea that was my my ideal weight, and Mm -hmm. it's been phenomenal from that perspective. I went through recently a whole blood screening, just my my normal checkups and some encouragement. I can't remember the doctor you had on the naturopathic doctor you had on one of our one of your podcasts. Oh, Doctor Morley, yeah, Doctor, yeah. So I took that advice and went through the through all of that, and my screenings are, are amazing. All the markers are are better than. The normal averages, and that's important as well. From a health span, lifespan perspective, is that we mm-hmm. need better than what they're telling us that they that we should yeah. eat. The my eating, I eat clean on a regular basis, and that's all the t- the teachings that we've gone through of how to build the perfect plate and how to eat properly and and those kinds of things. So, I think that's the foundational success I've had. And just you'll remember one of our one to one one on ones, I sit Right. I'm feeling weird. Remember this conversation. Yes. Feeling weird because I'm in a spot where I've never been before. I'm actually lower weight than I was in high school and I'm feeling weird. And your comment was a very simple one and saying, Paul, this is your day normal. So get used to it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that was, that was pretty important. But, and then if I turn back to the, uh, the running side, I've the programs training five days a week and a very good training mechanism with. Not only running, but core and strength built into it. And that's a really, I'm, I'm bought into doing that. What's really important for the health span side of our, of our longevity that if you're not training, if we're not keeping our muscles up and keeping our cardio up and those kinds of things, those are things that are going to bite us later as we get older. But I think I raced three times this year, set personal bests in all three. And I was actually shocked with that because I, 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 four years older than 2019 right. obviously and i thought oh geez even if i just get close i'll be good and i've destroyed the numbers right like mm-hmm. you've seen the numbers drag like i think i my last race of the season was i beat my personal best by a minute yeah it's wild so that it's I, I can't even it's hard to fathom sometimes but it's putting the work in and the results are coming right yeah um,
0: i, I want to highlight too because Someone listening to this might think, let's just been sunshine and rainbows for Paul now, but you've done this with life continuing to happen, right? You're still facing different challenges that life throws at you, whether it's family and relationships, you've started a new business and changed careers. So there's lots of things that you're still dealing with. And one of my favorite words in the English language is, and you continue to do this work on top of that. So it's possible. We don't have to compartmentalize our lives and our goals. We can do them simultaneously.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's been interesting as well. Yeah, we, I got to a point earlier in the year, they talk about starting a new business where my health and my family was going really well, but my professional side was the term that I'll steal from Adam Grant was languishing. Mm. And I really struggled with that. And I've had that conversation as well, where my IT career, 35, 35 years of IT, not enjoying it anymore. I had an opportunity to get into the travel business, which by the way, I am embracing, but at the time this was going back to June, May, June of this year, really not feeling it. And right. so that, yeah, there's lots of opportunity to continue to develop. And that's, that's where I again leveraged another coach to come in and help me on my business side. And that's really starting to take off now and really. Interestingly enough, really focused on travel, but from a wellness perspective. So that's a, it's a we probably have a whole nother podcast that you want to get oh, into. Oh yeah, we'll definitely yeah. revisit that. Yeah.
0: Sure. Speaking of that, just to give the guys listening to this a little bit of a, a taste, is there anything that you want to share that you are working on that could be your business, could be anything,
1: just something that you could promote? Yeah, I'll share two things. I think one is my just continued development on the, on my physical side and emotional side is my, my son and I are in February, we're heading to Tanzania to, to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. So really looking forward to that. The, I'm looking for really good connection with my son. We used to spend a ton of time together through hockey. And as he's, as he's gotten older, we don't spend the same amount of time together. So I'll be looking forward to that. And yeah, on the business side, the travel, I originally started the travel business focusing it on culinary travel, wine and food, experiencing cultures through wine and food. But this experience over the last uh, two years with depression and other things have really led me to focus my travel business on wellness travels. I'll be launching a brand here very shortly called GoVigeo.com, V-I-G-E-O. And it'll to it, the tagline is wellness inspired travel, mm. and really focused on trying to help people like us, men like us. It doesn't have to be men, but try to flatten their lives out as opposed to living through peaks and valleys, and trying to see how travel can can help people moderate and maintain their performance versus you know the boom and bust cycles that are. Yeah society really drives us through.
0: That's really well said. I love that. Flatten our lives out instead of those peaks and valleys. And certainly we want to perform at our best, but we don't have to sacrifice in order to do that or negate our health or family or whatever it is to, to do that.
1: Yeah, um, it's important. Right? I, I think I had somebody say to me that What's the difference between peak performance and optimal performance? And if you think about spinal tap, it's 11 versus eight on the dial. So yeah. you dial yourself in at a consistent eight or nine versus I'm at 11, but now I'm at four. So how do you smooth that out? And, and I'm a bit the pot calling the kettle black. I'm a, I've always been a boom and bust person and, and I'm trying to mitigate that in my own life and really try to teach people and leverage travel to do this smooth the curve, if you will. Right.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. And if you have any links or anything like that, we'll share that in the show notes so people can find That'd, you and, and connect with you. Because I think the awesome. guys listening, that be great. Will, will resonate. What's one last golden nugget of wisdom that you can share with the yeah. listeners
1: that they can take away and just ponder for the rest of their day, Paul? I'm going to go back to something that was that's been consistently, Marcy, my counselor, you said it. Even Lauren, my my business coach, there's two things. One is just put on your shoes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That is so important just to get started. If there's something that's holding you up. The other thing that Lauren really, the second dimension to that is the same idea, but is take your foot off the brake, right? So they're the same point of view, but they're different, point, different thought processes, but put on your shoes, get started, but you got to take your foot off the brake.
0: Love that. Man, this has been awesome, Paul. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your story and where you've been and what you've done and where you're going next. I I really appreciate
1: it. It's been my genuine pleasure, Greg. Thanks a lot. If you're ready to step inside the arena and change the trajectory
0: of your health, head on over to thespearmethod.com and download my free guide to learn simple and effective strategies on how to optimize your health today.